guys, welcome back. It's another fun-filled episode of Wasteland and Anime Pod. Dom here, Nathaniel over there, and we are back, baby. Nathaniel. Uh, what's going on? Shit, my friend. Oh, nay, nay, not much, not much. I gotta be honest. Uh, hmm. little peek behind the wasteland anime curtain. It's Monday Hit evening, oh. start of the work week, and uh, brutal. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'm still out there slaving away, doing that nine to five life. You're living freelance. You're living on that freelance hype. Oof. I wish I could get there, but uh, you know. Well, it's a whole different uh, <laughs> set of issues. You don't say. I'm on nobody's payroll, so if I'm not, you're out, your own boss. Uh, true, but that mostly means I'm just not working most of the time. Mm. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I guess it's it's all good. Yeah, if you look at it that God. way. Fucking free spirit, Daniel Groffalo over there. Um, bro, Chacho. I know we normally. I mean, should we save this for like the whole what you're watching thing for the next podcast? Because. I mean, I think you know what I've been watching. Mm. Uh, and it like uh, talking about that episode three. Yeah, you know I am. Yeah, Dylan Frank. Oh that's, my god, that's all anyone needs to say now is episode three. You don't even need to say what show it is. <sighs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you want to get into it here? I mean, video games are basically anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's more crossover with this than there is with our other podcast. Shout out Wasteland yeah. High. Everyone who isn't listening to that, go check that out if you like teen dramas <laughs> and hearing Nathaniel and I um, talk about our like adolescence and the wacky hijinks that ensued there. But yeah, uh, so The Last of Us, episode three. Yeah. Starring the legend, Nick Offerman. We stand a king. Uh mm. Yo. Yeah. Um I mean, I I guess from my perspective as a fan of the games, um mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what to expect from this episode because you know, in the marketing leading up to it, obviously they were kind of showing that Frank was going to be a character in which you never see him alive in the game. Ah, uh, um, is he like just alluded to? Uh, yeah, it's much. I mean, as like heart wrenching as this episode was, uh, it's even worse in the game. Uh, but you get you get a lot less, or you get ba- like basically this whole episode is just a complete uh, invention for the show. Like none of this happens in the game in this way, um, and Bill does not die. Uh, at the end of it all but ooh it's in the game it's much more like uh Ellie and Joel go into Bill's town get caught up in his traps and then they're actually together as a th- a trio mm. for a while and there's a lot of um you get a lot of backs you you well, you get some backstory with Bill um Frank's very much alluded to but in the games, it's much more bleak in that, like, Bill never gets out of his way, like, never evolves past his ways. Damn. And, okay. And basically, one day, Frank has enough and just leaves 
and he's he basically he Frank leaves a note to Bill and it basically says like um you know I, I know I knew a long time ago you were never going to change but I can't be in that town with you anymore I know I'm not going to survive without you but I just can't do it and he gets bit and then he hangs himself before he uh yeah i was gonna ask you like how much more bleak could it get from what we it, saw but and that, then you said like frank voluntarily leaves and i'm like yo that's terrible yeah, because that, uh bill he's living in a goddamn shangri-la basically he's got his own yeah, town to himself bill's town in the game is a lot more bleak uh than mm. this and like basically and bill's mentality in the game because him and joel come across frank's body like at one point and He's basically like, yeah, he used to be my partner. And he basically like cuts him down from the rope and just says like, caring about another person is only gonna like mess with your world. Like it's, it's mm. not worth it basically. Um, so it, it, it was pretty brutal, but this was just brutal in a different way. But um, I, I was most shocked at how, as sad as it was, how, uh, <laughs> just kind of i mean in a way i mean they got to live like a pretty happy life together they had 20 years together yeah so it, it's just sad in a different way but i mean yeah sure as someone just watching this um as a viewer of the show i mean what what were your impressions of this um well yeah as someone who never played the game uh, games or anything like that. Mm. I was expecting Nick Offerman to have like, and seeing all the trailers, I was expecting Nick Offerman to have like quite a larger role than he did end up having. And when Frank came into the mix, I didn't know what their relationship was going to be. And I was on my heels the entire time mm -hmm. to the point where I was like, I don't trust this Frank motherfucker. Like, mm. He's plotting something. He's going to get in Nick's house and like, or not Nick, but Bill's house. And Bill's going to wake up in like the middle of the night and like all his supplies are going to be gone. Frank's robbed him blind or like he's got a gang of people coming to overtake uh, Bill's town and all the shit. So I was never on board with Frank up until like they've been together for years they planted strawberries together and they're like laughing and crying in a field and i'm like stop it stop it and then i mean spoiler alert bill of course i mean we should have started by saying spoiler alert but guys watch mm -hmm. the last of us if you're not watching it i mean whatever but uh yeah bill gets shot and um mm -hmm. i don't know it's watching the progression of their love and seeing that it wasn't the apocalypse cordyceps or anything that either of them succumbed to. It was basically just old age. So what, like, am I to assume in the show, like Frank, he gets MS or something like what, like, yeah, was it MS? I, I think that's, well, so basically, um, I think that's what my girlfriend and I thought when we were watching it. Um, but I, I listened to, uh, Oh, are you listening the, to like the official podcast? Yeah, the official podcast with uh, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann. Um, Neil mm. Druckmann created the game. Craig's doing the. Hold on, did you know Craig Mazin was roommates with Ted Cruz? 
Really? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Look it up. It's true. Hmm. But I digress. Um, but yeah, so I listened to that podcast, uh, which is hosted by Troy Baker, who's actually Joel in the games. Um, mm. Interesting tidbit. But he said uh, that basically they wanted to kind of leave it a little ambiguous, but he said in his mind they thought it was probably like MS or ALS. Okay. Um, so something like that. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. That's, that's what I assume. But yeah, it was heartbreaking to see like, even if you like scrap and fight and claw your way out of like the doldrums of the fucking apocalypse at the end of the day, you're still human. Anything can happen to you. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean you being you, like, we always talked about uh, like when we work together uh, in our retail environment, if, and this was like at the height of zombie lore and movies and shit, we always talked about like how we would fortify and protect ourselves from the zombie apocalypse. If mm-hmm. we lit or if we had to stay hunkered down in the store that we worked in. And like, as I grew older, I started to realize Nathaniel, he's a liability. He's diabetic. There's no way we can get him to his insulin. So first time he turns his back, I'm going to have to do away with him. And I hate thinking that because you're my best friend. You're my co-host on this podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, former roommate, like brothers from different mothers, all that shit. But I mean, you know, you're dead weight. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I'd have to do what I have to do. And the fact that uh, Bill, he was just like, nah, I'm going out with you, you know, like, Mm -hmm. There's enough pills in this wine to like kill a horse. Like, oh, oh, Woo. yo, yeah. It was getting misty, you know. It was getting yeah. a little dusty in 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 the room when I was watching. It was rough. So to see that like camaraderie, to see that love, it was it was so fucking heartbreakingly beautiful. And mm-hmm. I was hoping against hope that when Ellie and Joel found. Like when they happened upon the town and they went into the house and everything and Joel was like calling out for Bill. I was like, okay, maybe Bill woke up after and it like wasn't enough to kill him. And he's like, like this grizzled, depressed motherfucker now. But like seeing all the dust and seeing the flies on the food, I was like, it is what it is. He's gone. And I was hoping with like the open window, maybe we'd see like a hand, like we'd see old Bill like peer out. And I was like, (laughs) Dom, let it go. I'm like, I'm so fucking hopeful sometimes when I watch these goddamn shows. But yeah, man, it was it was brutal to see. I mean, yeah, I think it definitely made sense in this version of things for Bill to kill himself too. But I was definitely when it made that jump and they were both like really old with like gray mm-hmm. hair. I was like, man, this is, yeah, this is a total uh, departure. Cause Bill in the game looks basically like Joel. Like he's more of a contemporary. Uh, no, I mean, he looks like Nick Offerman with the long hair and the beard, mm. but just like the mid version ah, okay. of him. Like okay. he, he doesn't have gray hair and he's not limping around everywhere. Like he, he's like a couple years older than Joel in, Mm. in the game but he looks visually like exactly the same pretty much but 
Yeah. And when I saw him like that old in that, like in the last little bit of their story, I was trying to wrap my head around it. I was like, so how old was Nick Offerman when all the shit went down? I'm like, okay, I guess 50, like late 40s, early 50s. And then I started, I was like, okay, well, my dad, he's like 69 now. And I started to think back when he was in his uh, 40s and I was like yeah he looked a lot different when he was in his 40s but now he's 69 he's got like a limp there's I don't think he could like really like ball out during the zombie apocalypse so maybe it's for the best like Bill he ain't getting any younger you know what I'm saying so I was just like all yeah. right fuck it whatever man yeah yeah um I, th- I think maybe my only well here's what i'll say if like it's just been funny seeing everyone on social media just talking about how horribly sad this was uh, oh i've okay before you say anything hmm. yeah everyone's been talking about that but i've also seen the other like tweets and responses saying like oh we still got like sam and henry or something like that <laughs> yeah yeah, are those the characters? Uh, I I mean I wasn't specifically thinking about any one character in particular, mm. but I mean those characters should be imminent unless something changes. But I was just gonna say that unless like I don't know. Obviously, this Bill and Frank version of The Last of Us in the show is a pretty big deviation. It's the biggest like character deviation that we've seen so far. So I don't know what they're gonna do to other characters and stuff. But assuming everything else stays pretty on track, like this is the happiest outcome that any characters in this universe are ever going to get. Like dying, my God, dying side by side peacefully with your partner after a long and you know in your sleep as well in your sleep health healthy life together. I mean that. I think obviously. In a vacuum, this is a great episode. But I think my one concern was like, it just it didn't feel like The Last of Us to me in mm. how peaceful it was. Like, uh, it it is very much like The Last of Us. Both games are exploring like love and how that takes shape in all these different beautiful and horrific ways. And this kind of does feed into that, but it just, it, it felt maybe a little too perfect. Like these guys just had a great life together. Um, and then they died peacefully, but yeah, wow. I don't know. Um, my only other concern is just technically like there's only nine episodes of this season and this yeah, felt, so we're a third of the way through and this felt like a lot of time. Uh, well to <clears throat> spend here yeah and then also we're gonna get at least an episode of the dlc right with ellie and her friend yeah i imagine that at least has to be one episode um yeah it's like my girlfriend and i have been trying like a, i think last week i was mm. trying to be like okay this is probably going to be one episode. This will probably be. And we, I was trying to like count how I thought. Everything and have would, you like started playing the game with her like along with you or she, are you just going off memory? 
I mean, we're not like replaying it right now or anything, but I've oh. played it several times. She has watched me play it once, and I think she watched a playthrough like a long time ago. So, oh. um, and she's we played the second game together. Um, so I mean, oh, that dog shit second Last oh of Us. Everyone shits on that. No it's one, turds. No one knows what they're talking about. Uh, yeah, no, Every, I've never played it. I don't wrong, know. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, well, it actually, speaking of part two, I mean, uh, it got picked up for season two. So nice. we're going to see <laughs> what part two is, all, all the TV only people, and then we'll have a whole to- and it's gonna, toxic nightmare it's gonna, online. Yeah, it's going to coincide with your um, your novel, Everyone's Wrong But Me, a Nathaniel yeah. Garofalo story. Oh, yeah. And but, you're going to be holding up The Last of Us 2, like... In but, celebration. Oh man, part two is going to be a wild ride, but structurally, it's like a nightmare. I have no idea how they're going to adapt it for TV. It's like insane how that game well, is. Well, maybe how, how it plays Craig out. Mason's going to tap tap his old roommate Teddy Cruz for some like yeah. narrative ideas. <laughs> yeah, where's the Cruz cameo? Mm. Put him in. Oh, he's going to pop up. Put him. Make him one of the infected. Yeah. Ooh, he can be. Oh, there, there's a certain type of infected that hasn't shown up yet. He can be that one. What, yep. like the bloated ones or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they they did show it in uh, one of the trailers, but there's a type mm. of infected called bloaters, and they're just huge. Bloaters. Fucking yeah. Big. And but keep Ted like keep Ted's face like as yeah. is. Actually, uh, in the game, in the first game, the first time they see a bloater is with Bill. They, they travel through a, a high school to try and get the car battery and they come across a bloater in the gymnasium. So that's when it happens in the game. I'm not sure when they'll do it in the show, but. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean. Great, Are you wearing a great wool episode. crew neck sweater? Like what, what's going on there? What do you got on? Oh yeah, you know me, I'm Mr. Wool. I can't get no, out of it. what is that? It's, it's a cotton sweater. It's cotton. Oh yeah, okay. All right, well. But yeah, it's a. Forgive me. It's like a. What do you want from me? It's a sweater. It's cold over here. It's a sweater. Yeah, but you're wearing... Uh, I don't see you in Navy often. So I saw that and I was like, what's going on? They call me Old Navy for a reason. Oh, shut Look. Okay. Let's get into the anime, Nathaniel. That's what the people want. That's what they're here for. We've got a few for you. A couple newbies. High card. Uh, what's the other one that you mentioned? The Fire Hunter? Uh, yes. The Fire Hunter. Uh, the Fire Hunter. Uh, we got Blue Lock and Vinland Saga. I think that's uh, it. Um, and Tomo-chan. Okay, so normally you Did are you? <laughs> the person who forgets to watch, and this week I am the oh, person who forgot to watch fucking God. Tomo-chan. Holy but here's shit. the thing about me. Guys, um, everyone knows me. They love me because I'm a man of the people. I am fallible. I'm not like our Lord and Christ above. I am one of you. Every once in a while, I forget things. And this week, I forgot Tomo-chan is a girl. So uh, all that being said, look, man, had a lot going on. All right. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Maybe you can breeze through the plot of Tomo-chan because (sighs) I did not watch. Um, 
Uh, and please, like with the really cute stuff, you gotta you gotta really be uh, illustrative with that. Like, let me know what was like cute and sweet and like the real like ooey gooey moments because I live for that. And I wasn't able to watch, so now I'm living vicariously through you. I knew I was forgetting something, um, but I digress. All right, let me try and remember. So I think there was only two. Yeah, two little vignettes. Um, There's always two little vignettes. Okay, fine. Well, maybe this was the episode they shake it all up. But the first one was... What was it? I watched a couple days ago. Uh, oh my God, Nathaniel. Um, it, okay. The oh. first one was... It, this had... It was a really funny moment. So... Great. What's, what's the little... Okay, the the little blonde girl, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, airhead yeah. one, yeah, 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 she, the American one, yeah. Uh, she gives. The, you have oh, to pull up okay, like a yeah, character yeah. list or something, there, man. Because I, I know you're killing <laughs> I'm, I'm, me right I'm now. I'm messing this up, but okay. So yeah, the main thing of the first story was like, uh, they're trying to get Tomochan to be more comfortable with hugging, like receiving mm. hugs and giving hugs. And the blonde girl keeps like tackling Tomo-chan with hugs and stuff. And um, there's a whole thing with the main like quiet girl. Um, her, you got her name? Because no, I can't picture no. who you're talking about. Uh, Tomo-chan characters. Um, okay, there's Tomo. There's Jinichiro. Is it Misuzu? I think. Yeah, but she has like another name that she goes by. Misusu Gundo is her full name. Gundo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go and ahead. And then uh, Carol is the blonde girl. Um, but yeah, it was like they were trying to get her to hug and stuff. And and there was kind of, a, I think there was like a little, little more serious plot with like Tomo and Misuzu uh, where like, oh man, I... I watched it a couple of days ago. I'm totally blanking, but there was a really funny bit that I was like laughing out loud at when uh, Carol, uh, Carol at one point gives Tomo her little like tiara thing. Like she has a little mm -hmm. like headband tiara and she gives it to her to try and like spruce her up and everything. <laughs> and uh, I guess like at one point it doesn't work and she's like, and Tomo was like, hey, you can have it back or whatever. And they're just standing in the classroom together and Misuzu's there. And for this, it it felt like it lasted like 20 seconds where Carol does this little like regal, like bum, ba, ba, da, bum, and she's like taking it <laughs> off her head and just like slowly bringing it back to her head to like crown herself with the thing. And she's just doing this little song. It, I thought it was really funny. Um, That's dope. Okay. But yeah, that whole thing just kind of ends up with Tomo hugging, like bear hugging, uh, uh, what's his Genichiro? name? Genichiro from the back, and he's just sort of like, "Whoa, you can't do that." Kind Ooh, of thing. Did you feel her big old her tickle bitties? Did you feel those? Is that is uh, that what happened? I mean, he reacted in a he was feeling some type of way about it. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, it just sort of like ended in little banter. Like it, it wasn't like didn't feel like a super serious moment. Um. And uh, the second thing was, I think there was like a group of bullies bullying 
uh, some other like random girl side characters and like Tomo got involved and long story short Tomo had like a like a scuffle with this like main bully and like she beat the shit out of all of them hell yeah and uh but then like uh Junichiro I think found out about it and like they were already all fucked up and Junichiro showed up like stone faced and he fucked Mm. them up like even more Cause he, oh, so they were dude bullies. Yeah, they were dude bullies. Yeah, because okay. I think one of them was trying to like hit on these girls or something. I don't know, mm. but it was basically just like Junichiro was like, you do not fuck with Tomo. Like at all. So, um, oh, and we, we, we meet Tomo's mom and dad. Well, we already met her dad. He runs okay. the, yeah, well, we, um, the we, dojo. Yeah, we met her mom and we got to see Tomo make this like disgusting food for Jinichiro. Mm. And um, so that was like a cute little mom. Yeah, I. it's not all super fresh in my mind, but. Okay, no, that's cool, are, man. I appreciate the, the effort. Those are the, the beats. Okay. The beats are there. Um, beats by Nathaniel. I appreciate it. We should do that. It's called Beats by Nathaniel, where you just mm. tell me about anime. I don't even have to watch anymore. You just <laughs> yeah. give me the beats. That's, yeah. We c- yeah, terrible idea. Okay. But we'll workshop it. Um, so, yeah. All that being said, I will make sure that I check out that episode and the upcoming episode for our next um, podcast. I apologize. Oh, man. You know, it's not easy being a single mom to two teenage children when you are a man in your 30s without kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, life comes at you fast. So I didn't watch Tomo-chan. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Next week, I'll make a concerted effort to make sure that I watch those episodes. I'll tell you this. I definitely watched My Hero and uh, Tokyo Avengers. I made time for that. Oh, yeah? Do you want to do Beats no, by no, Dom no. and <laughs> no, no. tell Keeping me how in mind that we were We weren't watching those episodes. Mm. I still made time to watch them, and I completely forgot about Tomo and Sean. Mm. You know what it was? The girlfriend, she was out and about this weekend. She went to her parents' house. She went to, like, a football party. And we normally watch Tomo and Sean together, but she wasn't home this weekend, so it completely slipped my mind. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to blame her, you know, like a strong man would. But uh, you know what I did watch this week? No, what? I watched the Fire Hunters, Nathaniel. I watched High Card. I watched Blue Luck. I watched Vinland Saga. So I mean, we can talk about any of those, whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Uh, Dealer's Choice. Uh, why don't we jump into one of the new ones? Yee All right, I want to bring up High Card because okay. I was the one who suggested we check it out, and yeah. <laughs> was not feeling it i'll tell you that right now uh it's okay here's the thing here's the thing it's not that it was quote unquote bad right it's just that it felt like all flash no substance there was no real meat on those bones we watched three episodes and i don't know i i the world itself felt like fine it is what it is but the powers, the characters, the the like the names of the powers. I was just like, eh. I was so fucking bored watching these three episodes that I don't know. It took me days to watch them. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think the audience would be surprised, but to learn oh, that, shit. that you and I have never disagreed about anything. And this is facts. Facts. We, uh, we normally agree about everything. But no, I mean, everything you just laid out is like my exact reaction to high card it, i was gonna come I in figured. i was gonna come here and say basically yeah like what is this about like what it what is it right. about other than cool in quotes yeah. like cool card um abilities and just flashy nothing like i'm just like i was gonna say everyone looks super flashy and super like like hot and just like fucking un, un, like you can't attain these people they're just so fucking high yeah. class and they're like ooh so sleek it's, and it's like alright yeah I mean the closest it ever gets and this is a reach but like the closest mm. it ever gets at anything deeper is just like the main dude is like he grew up as an orphan he's an orphan which, yeah. is, which is that, like look, what you know that's like not much that's just like a minor character hey. detail like it hooked me because as you know, I was an orphan for a whole three months of my life. Oof, so I was yeah. like, hey, I can relate to this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's speaking my language. Talk to me, Orphan King. Uh, but yeah, that got me that got my ass in the seat, but they weren't giving me any more after that. Like that first episode was the most I was intrigued by anything that was happening. Mm. Um it yeah. So for anyone who hasn't watched High Card, you're in a world where there are 52 cards that if you you get one and the card deems you. Here's the thing that blew my mind is they say that the card has to also choose you. Like if you find the card and you pick it up, that's not like the whole kit and caboodle. The card also has to deem you worthy. Like they have to allow you to access their power. So that it seems bonkers because there's 52 cards out there and we're we're amongst like the quote unquote good guys. But then also it seems like every piece of shit in the world who's like a criminal or a cheat or a scoundrel or a maniac also has access to these cards so why even make that a thing that like the card has to allow you to use the power yeah you know what i'm saying no for sure it, it like <sighs> like just it, make it like if you find the card you you get the power yeah i mean yeah I, I think having that rule in the way it's done in practice here doesn't really like hold water but I think it'd be bad both ways because it's like, why? I don't know. Sure. Like there's when we talk about like power sets in, um, in anime and manga and stuff, it's like, usually the best ones are like ones that either you have to like, you know, earn somehow mm. or it is something that's like, you know, inherent to your, you know, like in my beloved Jojo, it's like no one has to do anything to get a stand, but like, right. It's still the stand that you get is one that's like specifically tied to your essence as like a person, like your soul, you know? Okay. So following that thread, I would say like 
thing one, like to make this anime better, instead of it being the card has to allow itself to be used by a person, it's like anyone can pick up a card and gain power, but it's dependent on who you are as a person, what the like power would be or like the power set of that power. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, Mm. In these three episodes, we have like this lady who I forget what card she has or whatever, but she can create like firepower. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. she can like create flame and throw fire and all this shit. But let's say if another person picked up that same card, they would just like run hot or it would be like they could touch things and they would melt or something like that. You know, it's not it's not a one-to-one like you pick it up you automatically can like punch like fireballs and shit like that it's i don't know the the entire premise is fine but the world itself is empty it's it feels hollow you know like this kid is all of a sudden thrust into like this if have you ever seen kingsman i was gonna bring up kingsman i was gonna bring up kingsman it it felt yes. yeah it felt like just anime Kingsman like that's all it is yeah it, oh, it's just like thank you because Kingsman very much felt like just an exercise in style like we're just yes we're here's a big excuse to see a bunch of flashy things and have people in like fancy ass suits and have someone who doesn't belong in this world be plucked from like yeah. poverty and put into like high society (laughs) yeah i wouldn't this is kingsman the anime yeah i wouldn't be surprised if this was like directly pulling from that um but yeah i don't know yeah it just felt so hollow i mean the actually it's funny because speaking of uh stands the main kids the main guys card ability I'm pretty sure is mm. just a stand from really from part. Okay. Well, my understanding of his card ability was that he can manifest this gun mm-hmm. and he can keep manifesting bullets and he can kind of control where the bullet can go. Right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's basically sex pistols from part five, uh, wow. but way less interesting because the bullets in that talk uh, to the, huh. to the user. What? And he can like what? And he can like tell them where to go and everything. So wait, they can do like R and D. He can like shoot them, and they can like go out, scope some shit out, then come back and be like, "Hey, boss, they're over here." And uh, like yeah. that type of thing, or well, what? They definitely come back. I'm not. Do they act I, as like drones? Well, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm sure at some point he uses them for like intel, but I mean, he's basically just shooting people and controlling where the bullets go. Hmm. But uh okay. I mean that character and that stand is way more interesting than uh than this, but than Finn Oldman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how could, how could I forget the name Finn Oldman? Uh also it bugged me that all the characters had American ass names. That's hmm. not what I come to anime for. <laughs> I don't come for like all of them were named uh Finn, Chris, Jake, VJ. Like shit like that. And I'm just like, what are we doing here? Give me something yeah, more. I mean, at least make them sound more British. You know, because they're, they're clearly Alistair at the well, very least. I mean, it was kind of weird because like part of the world felt like England, but 
they Vegas seemed to be like yeah it was it was like a fake it was very much like a uh spy family esque mm, yeah type world you know but man I am so glad we are on the same page with the whole uh fucking Kingsman shit because yeah. as soon as they brought him into that uh bullshit front of a car dealership and he put like a pamphlet down and it flipped over and it was all guns and shit it's like yeah what are we doing mark strong is he gonna pop out and just be like all right this is what it is like yeah it it was too much man they all got suits yeah i mean i just even if it was like i'm sure even if this uh show in this world did any of these things i probably still wouldn't be crazy about it but at least do like some base and maybe i missed something but it's like why do these cards exist? Like what? No, they did not. No, I watched. I was so into like I wanted anything to glom onto. So, yeah. th- no, the guy just says there are 52 special playing cards that have been released into the world. Why? It, yeah. Who came up with this technology? What the fuck? Like, <clears throat> how is this a thing? Yeah. Nothing. The, the, this whole thing concept for the show and everything just feels like a vehicle for well let's give people powers and it'll be stylish and cool but it's like even when you think about other like heavily stylized anime like cowboy bebop or something there's so much more Mm -hmm. meat on the bone there Uh, cowboy bebop builds a world all right yeah this is just kind of just mindless flashy but it's not even the flash isn't that interesting it's no it's, it's like not if you want to bring me the most high caliber like stylish action available it's like okay we can have that conversation but this mm-hmm. doesn't cut it for me not at all not at all like even saying like it's all flash no substance the fl- like you said the flash isn't even top tier flash it's like mm. mm, 6.57 they're doing shit that anime was doing like like eight or nine years ago. It's not doing anything new, period. No. So as I was watching it, I was just like, like my girlfriend, she had come home and I was watching and she was like, oh, what's this? And I was like, nothing. Like, don't <laughs> even worry. Like, don't even worry about it. It's not important. And spoiler alert when she she popped back into the room while i was watching um the fire hunters and she was like oh like are you watching something new i'm like yeah i mean i i'll get into it when i get into it but with high card i was just like don't even like like this is nothing it's nothing you need to worry about it's nothing i'm gonna come to you and say like we should watch this together because high card while i was watching it i was i just felt like i should be doing anything else you know yeah and that's not something i want to feel when i watch anime i want to feel like i'm being immersed into a new world i'm learning new things i'm like really vibing with characters and yeah it was not for me Mm. Well, so yeah, we're leaving. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, speak at a speak at a turn here. I don't oh, want to go tell and tells at a school. Please, but uh, I feel like Dami, Dami, two shakes, and uh, Nene here. We're gonna leave 
uh, high card in the wasteland, See baby. Ya. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's world. Well, I don't know if it can get much worse than high card. So I'd say we're probably on to, to better things here. Um, do we want to interstitial with one of the the regulars or just jump right into the fire no, let's hunter? Let's go right in. Let's go right into Fire Hunter because okay. we're not going to be on the same page, but we won't be on such different pages, hmm. I don't how, think. How do you know we'll be on different pages? Because you and I were very different people, Nathaniel. Okay. Well, we'll see. Well, yeah, let me tell me. Let me give some backstory. So when I, yeah, I was, and, I was, take I was tasked last week mm. to discover some sort of new show. Um, to brief what? pause, I will say you are only tasked because you took an anime yeah, yeah, yeah. away. Yeah, and I will say because I took an anime away with high card, something I brought to the table. I already have something I'm going to bring. So, oh, okay. Yeah, cool, hell yeah. Cool. Um, Let's go. But yeah, so I was like, fuck, I got to figure something out. So oh. I I went to some people, some YouTube people I'm subscribed to and just watched like winter roundup kind of videos. Oh, yeah. Just to get little, I wasn't really taking their opinions on anything. I was mm -hmm. just sort of looking at what was there visually and just hearing them give like the overall synopsis of things. And like, spoiler alert, that's what I do with high card. Okay. Yeah. But so everything that was being listed off in like one of the videos I watched, I was like, God, none of this looks interesting to me. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to find anything. And then Fire Hunter came on and I was like, instantly the art style captured my mm -hmm. attention. Um, it has, yes. it has very much kind of like a painterly kind of storybook sort of watercolor ish. Um, vibe to it. Um, Gaming Ghibli vibes. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Princess Kaguya. Um, Boo. Yeah. Um, but so that was the first thing that captured me. And then, like, the synopsis generally, I mean, it was sort of like in that video. Well, I mean, just generally, I guess the synopsis of the show, it's sort of like this not post apocalyptic, but like basically fire doesn't really exist anymore in this world and mm. it's kind of this like feudal Japan-ish kind of steampunk world. I mean, we can get into that, but when I texted you about it, I hadn't watched any of it yet, so I didn't know what I'd think about it. Um, but I guess my getting into my overall thoughts on it, I definitely think there's, I mean, just compared to like high card at I, th I think there's a lot of interesting things here. I don't, I think I have some reservations though mm. about it based on these three episodes. There's things that are interesting, but there's other things that I'm like, I don't really fully, like I can't tell right now in my head if like they're really up to something and I'm just going to have to be in for the long game to figure it out. Or if there's just some things about it that I'm like, I don't really understand what, like the, my main thing is like they split the time between these two characters and the boy in the city. I have no idea like what this is. And it's like not very interesting to me. 
Well, the boy in the city, he's the son of the titular fire hunter. Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. But so far with him, I just don't, I just don't find it like incredibly um, appealing or engaging, intriguing or engaging. So I don't know. It's like, I'm in a weird place with it where I think there's some interesting stuff here, but these three episodes didn't totally do it for me at the same time. So I'm not really sure how I feel. Okay. Um, let me take the baton from you on this little, uh, track and field conversation that we're doing here with, uh, the fire hunter. And I will say that coming out of these three episodes, while I was not like completely engrossed, Mm -hmm. I at least felt like there was something more here than there was with, uh, high card, like you're saying. So, I was of the mindset, and excuse the expression, but that this may be a slow burn. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, for sure. I'm thinking that, I mean, especially with the world that they're building, with the care that they've taken with these characters, with the slow-paced nature of the story, that there's so much more here, so much more depth, that I just have to give this time to breathe you know i have to let it find its footing because as of right now like you i don't feel like it has but i don't know i guess i'm going off of the animation um the story like the tone of the tone of like just seeing this young girl and seeing this boy and knowing that their paths will converge at some point, yeah. knowing all this stuff, I'm just like, okay, I mean, I'm not loving what I'm seeing right now, but I'm not hating it. I'm just like, I want to know where this is going and when these paths will converge and what will come of it. I'm just, I, if anything, like, I feel like I am trapped in the prologue of a story. Mm. Right. I am I feel like I'm trapped on the precipice um where I'm telling people like a season or so in like we flash forward to season 2 of the Fire Hunter and we're like so fucking hyped and um we're telling people about it but we're also saying like okay those first 6 or 7 episodes like you just got to rock with it. Like you just got to, you got to wait it out. But after that, that's when shit like really amps up. And I don't even know if that's true, but that's how I feel while watching this is that like, it's so dynamic the way that they, they animate this story and like they do blocks, you know, where they focus in on someone's eyes or something will be happening and they'll shift over. And it it feels very comic booky, but also Mm. at the same time, very natural like uh, I, I I was really into the animation style when I saw it I was like yo like this is different I haven't seen this in a regular ass anime in quite some time if ever so I'm here for it and we get like this weird steampunk um, industrial revolution type uh, world that we're in there are these beasts these monsters that live out in the forest that are birth from fire and like i I, i'm i'm assuming like 
is that what it is or like i also know that people they die like yeah. by spontaneous combustion it's, as well but yeah i was trying to like absorb as much like trying to understand as much of the kind of backstory as they were giving i don't know if i fully captured it all but mm-hmm. my understanding is like at some time in the sometime in the past like some sort of fire-based weapon was used that suddenly caused any like the presence of fire exists even like the smallest ember yeah like just being close to that will make humans spontaneously combust so like in this world basically fire just can't be used but with Mm. but i think in these like weird demonic animals that show up their blood is like liquid fire so I think that's why these fire hunter people are so like revered is that they're the ones who can kill them. And cause there's that one scene where that one fire hunter on the train kills the beast and like 10 dudes run over and instantly like tap the beast and like get it's Got like it. liquid. So I think the liquid is what like powers the world now that like fire doesn't exist Hmm. but but yeah then there's the whole thing getting in with the son of the fire hunter where it seems like there's some sort of like prophecy or something that part i'm not totally clear on but um but yeah i mean it it definitely feels like a um a slow burn for sure and like for better for worse it's just going to be like if you want to get into this story, it seems like you kind of just got to commit and hope for the best. And then it doesn't yeah. let you yeah. down at some point. Um, it is, but all, hmm. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> I was just going to say it is based on a, looks like a Japanese fantasy novel series. Hmm. So I guess they mean like a full written, you know, traditional novel. Um, but it looks like there was four volumes. So I don't really know like how long that mm. is in right in anime form. Uh, so. Well, my whole thing was like, if we continue this, like, what does that mean for the show? Are we doing an episode at a time? Are we like breaking them up like three uh, episodes or what? Because I'm not opposed to continuing this, but I don't know that I would have right much to say after one episode. Yeah, you know? I feel the same way. Like I, yeah, imagining just watching this one week at a time feels like it could get a little tedious. So I could definitely see like catching up with it after like another mm-hmm. three and see how we feel then. <clears throat> okay. Um. Yeah. Now, the second question being, are we bringing something in, like <laughs> something else in that we're going to do weekly? Because look, my guy, I already got, I already got something for us uh, in lieu of high cards. So I, you know, you, you yeah. have to get back to the drawing board. That's all I'm I, saying. I would have to. I didn't come prepared because I wasn't. I didn't mm, know. Mm, I, mm. I was on the fence of whether we'd you know both want to continue this or not but it seems like we kind of are just not week to week so um i didn't come prepared with anything to replace it so i'll have to go back to the drawing board and find some other (laughs) fucking mid-ass show that we can watch three episodes of and bitch about but all right well hit while we're on the subject hit me with uh your replacement 
I want to see what this is. Do I know what it is? Look. Uh, it's not that you know, but it's... I mean, it's definitely something we have spoken about. Ooh, is and- it Buddy Daddy's? <laughs> Yes, it's Buddy Dad. Let's go, Buddy Daddy. No, uh, it is uh, Trigun Stampede. Oh, the the new animation. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. No, I I could definitely. I mean, I was kind of interested in it, but you seem no, to I, no. Or you I said mean, you had look. tried it and it wasn't. Well, I tried the original. I, oh, I tried oh, the original okay. Trigun, and. It's not that it was bad. I watched it. I I enjoyed yeah. it. it that shit old. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's so old. But no, I, okay. I watched the original Trigun, and it was cool. But yeah, no. Uh, I spoke to a friend of mine uh, online, and he was telling me about how much he was really enjoying the new one. I mm. watched episode one last night. The animation was a little bit like, I mean, it's all CGI, so it's a little bit um, odd to like get used to. But right. I like the story overall. So and uh, yeah, it, it was it was good. The first episode was good. So I yeah, I'm bringing Trigon Stampede. I got to stop saying Trigon. Trigon is a villain from the DC universe talking comics. Trigun. Trigun Stampede. Trigun. Okay. Yeah. Trigun Stampede. That's um, what I am bringing to this Cool. Um, yeah, I can get into that. Well, I don't know if I'll be into it, but um, mm. I will definitely. So three eps then or? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, no, there are currently four out, but yeah, we could do three ups. <sighs> okay. Um, <coughs> yeah, cool. Try again, Stampede. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking it up because I didn't know. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I guess it looks like it is a reboot, but it kind of mixes yes. things up. It's like new elements. Yeah, okay. there are some new elements because from what I remember of the original I mean, I'm not telling tells out of school, but I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything. But there there's like there's this weird like flashback thing with Vash. That is uh, the Trigun character. I can't get into it because it will spoil what's going to happen in Trigun Stampede. But there's some weird elements that I don't remember from the original. And I I remember watching the original and I was like, oh, this is cool. It's got like a cowboy bebop, samurai shampoo type feel. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm down for uh, Trigun if you are. Cool. Yeah, never been exposed really to the original. So this will be my first foray. Hopefully it's, mm. hopefully it's good. Oh my God. We'll see. If it isn't, I'm going to cut myself. Well, it's got to be better than... High card. It has to be. Like literally. Just statistically Unless speaking. Thirty years from now, someone's just like, oh my God, we gotta reboot high card. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the high card reboot. Yeah. It only got one season criminally under underrated. We gotta oh. There were only two guys who ever talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> um yeah. all right. All right, cool. Well, I guess we just have the classics now. 
to get into. Um, being, well, wait, just Blue Lock and Vinland left? Yeah. Okay. Blue Lock. Let's get All into right. Blue Lock. So look. Yeah, let's get into Blue Lock because as everyone knows, Nathaniel hates these episodes where they're more <laughs> cerebral and I, they they talk about more strategy than anything else. Like I don't know how as I was watching it. What? It's not say it. I don't know how many times out. I need Spit to out. say this. It's not that I hate the slower moments. But right, I just, it. it's the slower moments are harder when we're just exist in this like cold, dead, like facility. Like I want to, I want to see Why? some color in the world. It's just too, it's too much. They got to get out of this fucking place pretty soon. Oh my or God. I'm no, fucking no. done. No, this is where okay, they fine. live. This is the world. Ugh. Look, man. All right. I was watching this episode. I was completely enthralled with the yeah oh yeah because look i am the thinking man's podcaster you know what i'm saying like i am yeah. up a crust i am more cerebral than most so as i was watching this i was like oh my god what's going on their, their inner struggles their turmoil etc etc mm-hmm. you know that's a that's a latin word i'll have you know oh. uh Allegedly, I don't know. But either way, um, I'm watching this and I'm wa- I'm watching Isagi, Nagi, Baru. They're all dealing with becoming new teammates and all the shit and how they're going to coalesce and become like a real unit, you know? Hmm. So seeing them like practice together like live together sort of bounce off one another and then nagi shigari and neo or neo whatever the fuck his name is they're also doing the same and it seems that they have like bonded more or at least allowed themselves to gel more with one another I'm I'm enthralled. I'm watching this and I'm wondering how exactly our hero, Isagi, comes out on top. And what does that mean going forward? Because since they're they're three on three and they're going against one another, they can only pick one teammate. And the whole fucking thing is like Shigeri and uh Kunigami, they are on the same team. So if Isagi beats them. Or I should say, when Isagi beats them. But I don't know because what if, what if Isagi loses and then they're like, "Oh, we're bringing Isagi." Like, what does that mean? Because mm. Rayo he wants fucking Nagi, you know. Ah, uh, I don't know. So there's all these different team dynamics, all the, like the interplay and all this shit that I don't understand why you don't enjoy it when we're in these like in these very like it seems like purgatorial states but at the same time there's all this like all these different machinations going on between players you know mm-hmm. so yeah I, that's that's where i'm coming from yeah yeah i i well, when i i watched this yesterday and i was just like I was struggling not at what's happening in in mm. the show, but 
I think there's just something about the anime that is hmm. like, it's not like penetrating my brain. I find myself like drifting off and then like I miss things that happen. So I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I was, I was getting interested in like, what if I figure out where we're at in the manga and I try and just like read the manga. Cause that, I hate when you do that, that way. I'll probably That's be what able you to did absorb it better. You did that shit with bleach and it was murder to me. It was, but I, but you didn't like bleach. True. The anime. But I also and you felt love yeah. blue lock. Yeah. But that's not to say that I would love Bleach the manga. What I'm saying is, like, I was coming to the table talking about how much I did not enjoy the episodes of Bleach. And you were like, I don't know how you couldn't enjoy those episodes. But you weren't telling me that you weren't watching them. You were just reading them. Oh, and like, I made a disclaimer every episode. Ah, bullshit. I don't think you're listening. Either way, man. Look, uh, okay, well, uh, so, so what, what is what, it? What's your... Well, I'm asking, what is it about these episodes that... Where they're like, is it all the episodes or is it just the ones where they're not going against no, one another I, I, I soccer think, wise? I think it's uh, there's just something about. Well, unfortunately, I think it's just me with like basically all anime in general. I'm where, sorry to get that where man. I just like it's hard for me to pay attention for some reason where hey, peek behind the curtain. Uh, hmm. For everyone at home, doing an anime podcast was Nathaniel's idea. Just throwing <laughs> uh, that out there. Well, that's true. But have you mm. ever heard of character development? This I have. This is and character we're watching it on screen. No, me. I'm the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you. Uh, but, but also, we're watching it on Blue Lock as well. And also, so, and also, the inception yeah. of this podcast—it's become, ah, so different. Different. Yeah. become a very different. It's become a very different thing okay. now. It, but yeah, we were wild back then. But look, it was uh, pre-Trump. No one knew what was going yeah. on. Um, my point was, yeah. Well, with manga, it's like the page. I I have to turn the page, and I only turn the page when I've absorbed everything on that page. So like. With the anime, it's like if I if my mind wanders for a minute, then it's like it's passing me by. Fucking rewind! What are you well, talking about? I do that. I do right that now. sometimes. I do that sometimes, but it's still sometimes. But it's still there's just something about the medium. I guess when it comes oh. to this show that I'm just like I can't. Okay. So I just was curious. I was curious, and I just like my brother. I figured out my where, brother in Christ. What? What? You like you said, it's not just this anime, but it's all anime. Period. Recently, it's been like ah, I'm just not into it. I'm just not feeling. I, what do you want from like, me? It's true. I my no, brain I, chemistry I has changed. I don't. I don't know what okay, it what yeah. it is. Guys, Nathaniel, he is well beyond twenty five, but his brain chemistry it finally snapped in place. I. It's he's cra- different now. It's crazy. He's built different. It's cra- I mean, it's. I can sit down and watch like the most quote unquote boring slow burn movie that's like two and a half hours long, but for some reason, like I just can't make it through these fucking twenty two minute anime episodes. I don't know what's wrong with me. I really don't. I'm not like bragging about this. It's it's a problem. <sighs> fucking big brain over here. And so yeah, I, no, I get it. <laughs> I, I my uh, my your compromise. My, I, I was just thinking like, well, what if I just 
figure out where we are in the manga. Okay. I'll like see how I feel reading it and I'll watch and I'll like look at the episode and make sure that everything's lining up. So it's 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 probably more work, but may, for me, but maybe I'll maybe I'll come. What is this? Maybe what is I'll come this fucking away. Tom Sawyer bullshit. Oh man, it's more work for me, I guess. You know, but pop open a manga on I'm my just, computer screen and like page through a couple, <laughs> than to uh, sit down and watch the anime and come up with uh, interesting takes. But uh, yeah, this yeah, is Tom I, Sawyer right now. I'm trying. I'm trying to say this is maybe the way that I have interesting takes. When I actually like can fully okay. absorb what's going on, I okay. My only takeaway from that would be what because of the the contrast between manga and anime, and this is what we ran into with uh, Bleach. Mm-hmm. Is that I was watching and I, I had all these takes about the anime, and you're like. And I was saying I had these takes about the anime, not knowing that you were reading the manga. And you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't get that. I didn't see that at all. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? So my only thing would be if you do this bare mins, bare mins, I would need you to scrub through the anime episodes. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. No, I, Guys, I will. Okay, didn't I just say home, I, I think I, because this is an audio podcast. I think I said that I would do off that. Camera, and he like he went. No, I said that shit. I said that I he's would got a toothpick in his mouth. I literally said he's before. flipping a quarter, and he's he's like, oh, this fucking idiot has no idea. He just like did a little aside to. That's to why who I knows said who. it'll be more work because I'll have to do, but I'll have to look through both of them to make sure I'm getting the, the same. Daniel experience nay nay don't play me boy i wouldn't do that Mm. look nathaniel's like twirling a toothpick run right now run an experiment i was reading through it It looks just like the anime basically what difference does it make it's they're two different mediums i've said it's easier Mm. for me to read manga i don't know why (sighs) okay because I'm in control. I need to be in control at all times. <laughs> the compromise I make. So what does that mean? If you read <laughs> this, does that mean that you could read my hero and then be back on board Oof, with that? Let's not go that let's not go that far. <laughs> that might not be possible. Hey, slow down. So manga can't slow heal everything. Down. Yeah. <laughs> One step at a time, my guy. Yeah. Let's... Fair enough. Yeah. But uh, and I, it's I don't know. You used to be all anime all the time. I know it wasn't. It used to be fucking downtown. Nathaniel Garofalo find me at the anime shop, baby. It really wasn't. Now? It wasn't until yeah. I started like really reading manga, and then like it was just slowly over like a year or something. I was like, there's something about the anime experience that doesn't hit me the same way i don't know my brain again my brain chemistry do you at least do you listen to music while you're reading uh while i'm reading well reading manga or just reading anything reading manga uh no no what how do you how do you get a score in your head how do you what it might not the music i'm listening to might not match with what well, that's why you have to pick the music for what you're reading. 
When I was reading Chainsaw what? Man, I was listening to the most hardcore fucking like Florida down low fucking bullshit, like punk shit. Hmm. I was in it and I was just like, this is grimy. It's dirty. It's violent. It's I, Chainsaw Man. Like you have to find the genre yeah. that meets the anime. Maybe. I Well, I think I imagine all that stuff in my head. Fucking big brain over here. Big brain Nathaniel Garofalo. Guys, his cranium is being supported there's, there's no, by a forklift right now. There's no better composer than the one in my fucking uh, mind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, God. Um, okay. All right. I, fine. Fine. Look. We this episode is so becoming about what's episode. wrong with me. I did not hate the episode. I just I'm not absorbing Guys, it properly. It's like I'm it's like it's like my body it's like uh when you try and your body's rejecting when, it. When you try and absorb a certain nutrient, your body has like some sort of deficiency, it can't get oh, it yeah. in. Like you're watching it and your fucking not, eyes are just gushing blood. It's not entering. Crawford's <laughs> like, what's wrong? I'm preparing for wasteland anime. Like, I, it's shooting blood. Like, I'm getting uh. the problem with Blue Lock is I'm getting the broad strokes, but the little mm. the the spice of it all is mm. I, I'm not getting that. And I need to. I want to try and get the spice. And I want you to get the spice. I know that's why I'm trying. This is my fucking best solution here. Is I'm gonna see. I'm gonna read the manga. <laughs> All right, all right. Look, we got for Nathaniel look, to get the there's spice. There's something fucking wrong with me. Let's just move on. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, look, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. Oh. I think you are what's wrong with you. <laughs> I'm getting in my own way. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what else new? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's the title of your second novel. I'm getting in my own way. Right. And it's like you like pushing yourself out the way. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I mean, look, great episode of Blue Lock. Uh, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of soccer balls being kicked what around. Are you so shit about this goddamn episode? Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isagi. My and, man. Yeah. And, and last thing I'll say about Blue Lock is. I'm concerned because I've been having, I've mentioned this several times in the past couple of months that like, hmm. I'm getting, you just keep finding yourself on soccer fields. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I, uh, something's been happening with me and seasons of anime where it goes into season two. I suddenly lose all interest, you know? And so yeah. I, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that to happen again. So, um, if I if I read the manga, maybe it'll form a different connection. I I don't know. Like, I swear to fucking God. okay, okay, we'll do it. I'm we'll like, do it your way. I'm like Tom Cruising in Mission Impossible. I'm being lowered down on the wire into my brain. I'm trying to rewire everything. Is that the only like Mission Impossible you've seen? I've seen. I think I've seen all of them except for the last ones. Or the last one. Okay. The last what, like what, one. The last, the last one. The last one that came out, I think. <laughs> so you've seen Ghost Protocol, where you yeah. put the hood on. All right. Uh, cool. All I right. mean, I've seen Love it once. I, I don't remember that yeah. much about yeah, it. Yeah, that's all you need to see. Yeah, I've seen that. That's I've all seen you need to see. Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. Okay. All right. Well, that is what it is. I loved this episode. 
for all the machinations, all the cerebral talk. But uh, we'll see what happens next week as Nathaniel is reading the manga. I'm watching the anime. We'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> Until then, let's talk Vinland Saga. Oh. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we got hmm. Uno Mas. Okay. Let's talk Vinland Saga, my boy. I guess we can. Um, Vinland Saga? Um, yeah, so it's star- the episode starts. Um, Awakening is what it's called. Yeah, Awakening. Uh, it starts Awakening. Right- yeah, Awakening. Um, Awakening. Pretty... <laughs> Yeah, Thorfinn, he really wakes up in this episode. Um, Look, you know who's awake? Thorfinn. Oof. But, yeah, basically we get like a tiny recap of uh, Snake kind of showing up and punching um, what's-his-face in the face. Fox. Fox. And, um, And Snake... Uh, like Thorfinn puts his uh, clothes back on and Snake kind of sits down and is just kind of studying him and there's this great moment of pause before Snake unleashes an attack but it's like a test attack it's not like Mm. he's out for blood and I actually love how they did it in the anime versus versus okay so wait the, hold on what? hold on this is what i want going forward hmm. with blue lock i want you oh. reading that manga and then going back to the anime scrubbing through like watching and be like okay they did this better they did this better they did that better they did this worse like this is bullshit Mm-hmm. Like, I want that. Like, if you're doing this for Vinland Saga, like, look, you got a blind spot for everything season two, except Vinland Saga, boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. give me this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Well, here is what they did better in this episode in the anime okay. than in the manga. Hit me. So, in the anime, obviously, um, Snake unleashes his attack. Thorfinn has this, like, sixth sense where he sees it coming and in in Ooh. in snake's eyes yeah no or in in thorfinn's, in Thor- yeah, eyes. In thorfinn's eyes we see the reflection of oskalad unleashing Oscalad. an attack and he backs up or he he blocks um no snake blocks uh thorfinn's counter attack with his leg and then thorfinn flips back snake is shocked but thorfinn's also shocked in Yes. Snake's ability. And what I like is, and I think it's more effective, is just seeing the reflection of Oskalad. Because in mm-hmm. the anim- or in the manga, you don't see that. Thorfinn, we get like a thought bubble where he says out loud, he says, he's good, sharp as Oskalad, maybe even quicker on the strike. Mm. So it's just more of like a seeing versus hearing Thorfinn's inner monologue about it. Right. Um, and I just thought it was a great touch to just have it be a visual thing and to not like hear it from Thorfinn. But yeah, no, hearing you say that in the manga, it was basically said 
that's one thing. But seeing Thorfinn like recognize the technique, the the ferocity, like all that from Snake and like seeing it as Oscalad, I thought fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw, I was again, I watch these episodes while I'm at work. I watched this one uh, on my last break and I was like, like I was flummoxed when I saw that, where we see that quick flash of Oscalad in Thorfinn's eyes. And that's like, this episode is titled Awakening for a Reason, but I feel like in that moment, that's when Thorfinn came alive. You know, that's when he realized that I have, like, it's not like, okay, so, spoiler alert, later on, Thorfinn's like, live, live for what? Like, question mark. But in this moment, without reason, without cause or purpose Thorfinn realizes that he wants to live you know and Snake even says like you see you like you want to live the entire last episode Thorfinn is like kill me I have no reason to live I and which is like I'm wondering now is it that because we saw Thorfinn not flinch one time. He got his chest, his arms, his legs, his torso all cut up. His ear fucking like he's missing a piece of his ear and everything. Did not flinch. His cheek. And when um, Fox was about to cut his eye, he was not moving. So the fact that when Thorfinn was getting all that done, he was like, I mean, what is it to die? What is it to be afraid? I have nothing to live for. I have nothing mm-hmm. like I have nothing to fear. I'm wondering, did that mean that he wasn't afraid to die because this man before him, Fox, was of no consequence? And then with Snake being the one to raise like a blade to him or to like try to strike him, did that mean like Thorfinn saw a true like threat is that when he was like oh this motherfucker might kill me if I don't react but with Fox he was like yeah he can swing that sword all day he'll he'll slash me up he'll maim me he'll fuck me up but he won't kill me I don't know so yeah while I was watching it I was I was kind of wondering like what is all of this mean yeah, I, I I think that's probably your reads probably right. Of um, Fox didn't really actually pose a a threat to him, and mm-hmm. when yeah, because I mean I mean Snake pretty much says like in so many words like whether you know it or not like your body just like yeah it wants it, to it, live. it wants to live and. You know, that's when we get this. And this is the moment I alluded to uh, last week. It's like, I I love the panel of it. And it was done pretty well in the show. But Hmm. um, the the word, the translation is a little bit different. Um, I think both have their merits. But, you know, Thorfinn is, you know, pretty much shocked that he had this reaction that his body wants to live 
in the right. in the manga he says um do i want to live and then he says what would i gain by living but the mm. but the panel is like very um I'm trying to see if I can send it to you really quick. It's like a very... Uh, yeah, throw it in the chat. Yeah, hold on one sec. Like, the panel, the way it's done for the listeners, it's very... Um, it's, like, full of possibility and, like, introspection. So he's saying, like, what could I gain to live? And he's, is he sort of, like, seeing everything that he could gain? Uh, seeing it? Yeah. Or, like, feeling it? or uh, Like, I don't know that I necessarily mean, like, seeing it like he's envisioning it the same way that he saw, like, Oscalad's vision, like, or whatever, but I'm saying, like, is he seeing it like, what could I gain to live? And, like, is he, like, looking off and seeing, like, the possibility? Um, is that what you're saying? No, he's not necessarily seeing anything. It's just like he's basically bathed in like a white light and it's kind of like only <laughs> him in from like a low angle frame and it's just sort of like this moment where it just at least to me when I first read it just felt like I'm seeing this like sp the first spark of possibility in his okay in his life now. And so like for me at least the way they titled this um episode awakening um feels to me like this is like the first spark of his awakening of like you know because in in the end of the prologue oh oscar yeah oscalad says to him in that final what moment like for? yeah wait hold on i gotta give spoilers to my girlfriend oh my hey God. can you hear me <laughs> i'm gonna say spoilers <sighs> Look, you got to get her in a sensory deprivation oh, tank. I, you got to do something, man. But when when Oscalad says to Thorfinn at the end of the prologue, when he says, like, how do you plan to live your life now? Mm. Like, like, what will you do? Like, you need to go beyond the world of Thor's. Um, so just that question of, like, how do you plan to live your life? I think he's been so... And he was so initially blinded by rage and that revenge. he blotted everything yeah. out. And this is just kind of like a, f a first moment to me for him where there could be a greater purpose mm -hmm. um, to his life, like a, a way to live his life. Uh, he doesn't know what that is, right. I don't think, in this moment. But just the fact that he has an instinct to still live. And to, to have enough strength to, like, ask himself um, that question, right. you know? Um, but here, can you... I'm just going to share the, this. I, I can't figure out can how to send it. You put it in the it. chat? It, it won't go in the chat. Can you, can you yeah. see that? Yeah, I can definitely see it. Do I want to live? Yeah. What would I gain by living? Fucking brutal. Yeah. But yeah. So 
but yeah, the 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 tra- I don't have the episode up, but the translation is a little bit different uh, in the show, and I was interested by. Well, I can rewind it. The the I wording. The I I can try and bring it. Up. Okay, it was I think the same basic sentiment, but I think it might have been a little more like uh, explicit. Let me. Yeah, live to do um, what? That's what it says. Right. Yes. Yeah, to do what? So it's, I think both translations are good. Um, yeah, what would I gain by living? Le- I think is like a little more ambiguous. Right. To do To do what is a little more explicit and like he has, he might have like a specific mm-hmm. purpose to his life. So. I think both work, but different yeah, flavors. Yeah, no, if anything, I actually appreciate, like, the manga um, interpretation more than anything. Like, what would I have to gain? Although, no, I mean, <clears throat> I was going to say, it, it feels kind of false and hollow for someone who's lived Thor's life or Thorfinn's life to wonder like what do I have to gain but it it makes sense he is he is someone up until this point who has lived his life only thinking about valor or revenge or retribution so those are all things that he had to gain and now that he is living the life of <coughs> slave <coughs> uh yeah, no, I can't. I, I didn't say it. You know, uh, now that he's living this life, he's still thinking of life the way that he used to, where it's like, what does that bring me? Like, what? And that's not exactly what life is. We're, I mean, oh, it's wild to think about to see these men live in such a way that they have to provide for someone else. They have to like build someone else's kingdom they have to till someone else's fields and all the shit and they are doing this specifically to earn their own freedom like i mean look we're we you and i you and me nathaniel nathaniel and dom like downtown mm-hmm. dommy and uh nene g like we were born in the land of the free we don't have to fight or do anything for our freedom this is where we are. This is how we live. We have to work to continue to like earn a wage and provide food and all that shit. But ostensibly <clears throat> we're fine. But Einard and mm. Thorfinn, they're currently like under the thumb, albeit like a generous thumb of what's his name? Kaitar or they are living only by the great like by his grace if he were to say like kill them or you're done here or sell them off to like someone far worse they would be fucked but because he is gracious enough they live there so to hear thorfinn continue to ask like what will this gain me what will this bring me it's wild because we live these lives where it's just like 
we're free, man. Like we we live on well, we are and we're not. I don't want to get like too heady about it, but uh, you know, we live to survive. You know what I'm saying? Like if we don't work, we're out there in them streets. But with Thorfinn mm. and Einar, they it's brutal, man. Like they're yeah. just trying. Well, especially Einar. He's he's working towards his freedom. Thorfinn, up until this point, has been working just because that's his lot in life. It's not as if he's working towards anything. Like mm-hmm. Keitel told him, like, clear this field and you'll earn your freedom. But it's basically like clear this field, period. And Thorfinn's like, okay, gotta clear the field. To the point where like his wounds <clears throat> Albeit weren't that bad, but he earned a day off and he was like, gotta go clear that field. I gotta go do that. Like, he's mm-hmm. in such, like, yeah. just a robot mode. Yeah. Like, if he was handed his freedom, he, he, would, know, just, he would still Like, he work. wouldn't know what to he do would, with it. There's, yeah. like, Thorfinn from Jump. He wanted to be a Viking. And to his detriment, his father was murdered, and then he was like, okay, now I want revenge. And then he lived that revenge-type life until Askeladd died without Thorfinn being the one to deal the death blow. And now Thorfinn's just like, well, fuck, now what? Like, Thorfinn has no purpose. He does not know what purpose is. <sighs> it's brutal. It's a true millennial life. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, Thorfinn was the yes. first millennial. Ooh, I'm throwing that tweet out. That is a hot tweet. That is a <laughs> hot one, baby. I'm throwing that out there. Yeah, I, I, I'm, um, I am completely transfixed with the story, especially. I mean, I'm assuming you're about to get into it, but the Einar of it all, with him realizing that Thorfinn, he still got that dog in him. And Thorfinn is not the like simple uh, slave that Einar thought he was, you know? Yeah. And I think this goes back to, yeah, I mean, it's just the whole, this weird dynamic between these two men um, that we've gotten over the course of these episodes is, you know, nothing like everything was stolen from Mm -hmm. Einar and he sees himself as a slave. And that's a terrible thing because he doesn't have his freedom and he wants to be a free man. Cause uh, you know, every man should be free and that's what he wants. He wants to go back and live his life. But Thorfinn can probably at this point, barely remember his normal life. The, the little, the few years he got. So like, that's just the, the kind of dichotomy of these two men. And once and Einar is like newly, well, like, yeah, he, I mean, he just suffered at the hands of, um, you know, people, uh, soldiers destroying his village and being sold into the slave trade. Like this just happened to him. And to see Thorfinn, who, like you said, was just this normal, seemingly normal, just quiet guy, a man of few words that he is amongst the type of men who destroyed villages mm-hmm. and waged war and killed needlessly 
that that obviously, you know, just kind of tilts something in um, in Einar. And yeah, he kind of questions him uh, when they're chopping trees, and it obviously doesn't sit well with him. And then, you know, kind of the final scene of the two men. Well, um, before we get there, in there, I kind of just yeah. wanted to talk about the fact that, like exactly what Einar asked of Thorfinn. He asked, like, are you a soldier? Like, did you kill people? Five, ten mm-hmm. men? And I'm like, yo, five or ten? Like, Thorfinn was about that fucking action. <laughs> what do you mean five or ten? And the fact that Thorfinn was just like, you want to know if I killed people? I don't remember how many people I killed. I thought that was like a tragic line but also just it was very telling of how naive Einar is of war of the true just the slaughtering that people did back then you know what I'm saying like I don't know he I feel like Einar he has such a limited scope of what this entire war situation is it's it's two sides of the same coin you know like einard he's well okay it's both i feel like it's both because einard very easily could have become thorfinn and thorfinn very easily could have become einard had thorfinn not snuck away on that boat where thor's was going off to kill or to meet with uh, the Vikings and all, or the Danes and all the shit like Thorfinn could have just remained at home on Iceland and heard tell of his father succumbing to the Danes. And then that would just be that maybe Thorfinn would be like, Oh, someday we will fight the Danes and yada, yada, yada. Who knows? And, very easily, Einar could have like gone away and like pledged his life to revenge, but the reverse happened to both. Like Thorfinn, he threw his life away. He he like crushed his heart down and only sought out revenge. Einar decided to be there for his sister and his mother. Like we forget, Thorfinn still has a, a sister out there, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean he's he's got a yeah, family. They're, they're he has in Iceland. A mother and oh, a sister. Oh, his mother still. I yeah. didn't even think about that. I just knew Leif and his sister were out there. I didn't even think about his mom. I thought the mom was dead. I thought the mom died early on. Oh Mm-mm. my god, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, these are these are men who are who were on the same path and took completely different routes. You know what I'm saying? Like they're both Mm -hmm. just, they're the product of their time. It's, it's rough, man. But I really appreciated the fact that they're having this conversation and Thorfinn is like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, what do you want to know here? I did what I had to do. And he just goes back to chopping that wood. Like, I killed who I had to kill. Mm-hmm. I mean, war is war. But like, 
Einard, he hates war. And it's like, of course you hate war. You didn't you didn't live through what I lived through. Brutal. Fucking brutal, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it all kind of comes to a head mm. for for Einar. Uh, Thorfinn's kind of none the wiser, but Einar kind of has this moment where he's overcome by grief this yeah, rage grief and rage and and he almost strangles thorfinn before thorfinn has a little night terror and, baby yeah and this whole last scene is quite well it's a little bit different talk um, to me about it than than in the manga basically that whole like dream sequence of thorfinn the woods i mean there's plenty of dream sequences of thorfinn in in the manga for this um this arc but right here it, it doesn't happen um einar just kind of wakes up in the manga um so i i think it was effective here though but the thing that i kind of i mean i was confused why they took it out um this in the manga is at the end of this scene um when einar kind of settles back down and he goes back to his little sleeping uh-huh. pad um you know thorfinn is kind of you know einar's like uh, you're yelling in your sleep and he goes back to lay down and thorfinn's kind of staring at him just like suit like confused and he says einar why do you wake me every time i moan in my sleep and Einar says, huh? What do you mean? It's because you... And then he kind of trails off and the two men are just sort of staring at each other. And we get this just like look of like pure innocence and confusion from like Thorfinn. And Einar in his head comes to the realization. He's like, oh, that's it. He's not used to being... He's not used to being treated kindly by others. Hmm. And Thorfinn clears... or. Uh, Einar clears his throat and says, he says, because you and I are friends. Mm. And Thorfinn's just like, what? Uh, yeah, no, like, they completely he, he cut just that like, out. Yeah, like, and Thorfinn just can't believe it. And um, he says, thank you, Einar. Einar and, says, uh, just go back to sleep. They just kind of both uh, go back to sleep. But I, I really like that. Maybe they can squeeze it in in the beginning of the, I, I don't know. I, I just thought that was a weird thing to take out. Um, but yeah, I really like that moment in the manga. Um, yeah, no, that sounds really beautiful. I, I appreciate that. I mean, what, yeah, <clears throat> I guess they, what I, what I, I was mm-hmm. just going to say what I saw in the manga or not the manga, but what I saw in the anime with Einard, I, it felt more like, and it makes sense given what we saw in the anime, but he, he seemed more annoyed with Thorfinn. You know, during this entire episode, especially like yeah. halfway through when they're getting their bandages and they're getting like seen by Pater or whatever. But then you flash like you flash to this and Einar, he's like trying to like strangle Thorfinn in his sleep and Thorfinn doesn't even realize because he's having a night terror. He wakes up and I don't know. It, I feel like it would have been so much better if that scene from the manga was in there. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, it definitely the the 
the way this episode ended made it feel like there was like way more like still existing tension mm-hmm. between the two of them and it, it kind of mostly dissipates in the manga and kind of ends on a sweet note of Einar having wow. some well real empathy like empathy for I will say thing, maybe maybe they, the empathy is there with there. um with the fact that like after all that shit Thorfinn finally just says thank you you know like I feel like that's what they were getting at because in the anime Einar is just like Thorfinn what the fuck is wrong with you Pater he just like bandaged your wounds he gave you a shirt off his back well not literally but figuratively and Thorfinn is just sitting mm. there like all uh, like stone faced and completely nonplussed about the entire situation. And um, yeah, again, Einar's just like, say thank you. Like someone did something nice, you say thank you. And we get that final scene in the barn where the guys, they're laying there. And Thorfinn is being, he asks, um, he asks Einar, like, why'd you wake me up? And he's like, I mean, come on, like, just go, go to sleep. And like, without mm-hmm. saying it, he says it. And that's when Thorfinn says, thank you. And Einar says, like, stop talking, go to sleep. We got work to do in the morning. So maybe that was that, you know, like they felt that it was more powerful yeah. that way. Right, right. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. Um, but you would have preferred like a literal type thing where. Um, I mean, I just I like the I don't know. I, I mean, I think I don't know if you can totally get there on the more explicit, like, um, you know, Einar's internal monologue of like, oh, no one's ever treated him nicely before. Like, he doesn't even understand, like, that someone could care for him. And then just saying that because we're friends. I I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. I got there after you told me about, like, the manga situation. And then piecing together the whole fact that Thorfinn couldn't even like realize that he should say thank you in this moment because he's never been in a situation where he should say thank you. You know what I mean? So yeah, Yeah. I don't know. It feels, it feels as though that's what they were sort of telegraphing with, with that scene. Sure. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I, I think the broad strokes are probably there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they were trying to uh, save time to get this little mm. tease in at the end. I'm curious what you made. I did of not this. know what the fuck to make of it. Like, what does this mean? Like, Prince Thorfinn, who is this guy? Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, this is what. This is what I wanted to. <laughs> this is what I was curious about. I didn't know if it would be like obvious what who this person was but okay so okay. no i i i don't i i don't blame you for not it's, uh, uh i know I, it's either thorfinn or canoe 
All I will say is that the very next chapter, like it doesn't do this like a tease in in the manga. Like the next chapter just gets right into like introducing what hmm. this is and who okay. this is. So assuming they follow this track, it they just did this as a tease, I guess, for the manga. But uh, your intuitions are well-founded. Which way? I gave you two options. Well, what? You want me to tell ah, you? No, you don't have to tell me. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was, I was like, what, what, uh, who, uh, I don't know. But yeah, no, that was, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we should find out like first thing next hmm. episode. Look, I'll tell you this. You ever try to fucking strangle me in my sleep when I'm having night terrors? Mm. We're going to have to go on hiatus for a little while. I'm not ending our friendship or this podcast, but we will definitely be taking a break. All right. I feel like that. That's fair. You know? Sure. All right. Um, Well, I guess that that just about does it. I agree. I Hmm. agree. Okay. I really, really enjoyed uh, this week's Vinland Saga. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah, like Vinland Saga, it always delivers. But uh, man, next week we got Trigun Stampede. At least three episodes. Mm. We're only two out right now, but I feel like we'll we'll do a sweet three. Are we doing three? 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 Yeah. Okay, three. Yeah. Um maybe in lieu of you bringing a new anime to the table, because that's a lot of work for you. I I understand. You gotta read a lot. Um mm, we will yeah. just discuss. We'll do up front some chainsaw man manga because we still haven't done that like i read so much i I read so much you're like well you never told me i'm like bruh i read that shit like immediately or did you did you read did you read no i read up to the point like santa claus you know what i'm saying like oh oh, oh." you know what i'm saying Mm. so yeah we got that going um are you down with that do you want to do that yeah okay definitely i'm I've been prepared. I'll have to refresh. But then we got Tomochan is a girl, which I promise I will watch next week. Then we mm. have Blue we'll Lock. Nathaniel will be reading. I will be watching. Oh yeah. I'll also be scrubbing through. Nathaniel, I feel like it's for the best. Please, Brosif. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh what else is there? I mean that I mean Vinland Saga. Duh. That's it. Fuck, man. We are in the fucking. It's rough out here right now. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for mm. Attack on Titan. Like, oof. March, baby. Can't wait. Oof. Yeah. It's a cold world out there. But yeah, guys, this has been Wasteland and Anime Pod. Thank you all for listening. Nene G over there. Dami Too Fresh over here. I mean, what are you going to do? Until next time, thank you all for listening. We're out of here. Goodbye.
Later.